2: This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 17th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is hour one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers in the supreme law of the land the constitution with the united states of america as our guide as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth after all it is a freedom-loving fantastic faith-filled we're taking america back one heart one mind one issue at a time for right, friday eh? and man if we got a lot to cover i'll make it quick The recap of yesterday we talked about how you know what these shooters have gone crazy but it's because they don't have any god family or country in their lives You know, you have a relationship with God, thou shalt not kill. That's a great anchor. You have a relationship with family, loved ones, parents, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, brothers, sisters. Uh, You know, you develop those kind of relationships and you have family ties. And pretty soon you start to care about other people more than yourself. And you have a healthy belief in and understanding of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And man, if you have the ties to God, family, and country, if we the people would look at families as the fundamental unit of society, the God-ordained traditional Family, you know, we wouldn't have all these shooters and we can love them with kindness and love thy neighbor as thyself and follow the admonitions of the Savior Jesus Christ. That's what we got to do. But sometimes when push comes to shove and somebody does go berserk like that guy. What we got to learn to do is shoot back faster, shoot back sooner. Okay, because when someone's going berserk with a gun, it's not time to try to reason. It's time to try to preserve life. So you got to shoot back faster, shoot back sooner. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that in great detail, ladies and gentlemen. It's not that I like violence, but at that point, we've got to stop the criminal from taking away other innocent life, right? That's just what needs, 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 can I say that more times, (laughs) to happen, right? We need to shoot back better. You know, Joe Biden created this build back better plan. I've just decided we better shoot back better. The only time we stop bad guys with guns is when a good guy has a gun. Whether it be a citizen, a cop, doesn't matter. Good, good guys with guns save lives. And when I say guys, that means you guys. It's men and women. It's all of us, right? And we want to use guns as defense mechanisms for sure. Uh, they call them assault weapons. I think that's a dishonest label. Uh, guns uh, are not assault of any kind. People assault or people protect. Guns just do the bidding of those in control. So I call guns rape-me-nots. It evens the score for a woman oftentimes. Uh, I call them rob me not, kill me nots, because it protects life in the hands of the good guys way more than it does any harm. Uh, after all, remember, uh, Cain killed Abel before there were any guns. So, you know what? Bad guys do bad things. That's just reality. The way you teach people not to do bad things is you teach them the gospel of Jesus Christ. You promote God. Well, man, you just do what this radio program is all about, right? We talked about the U.S. is on track to add $19 trillion of debt within the next 10 years. They say it's $2 trillion a year. It is absolutely out of control. And they say that Social Security, Medicare benefits, etc., cetera, are really the cause. Again, the Ponzi scheme's coming to an end, folks. It's going to cave under the weight of dishonesty and abuse. Sad to say it, but it's true. We talked about Kentucky Representative Thomas Massey introduced hr 899 it seeks to eliminate the education department i love it they say the bill ran a single sentence long the department of education shall terminate on december 31st 2023 wow boy howdy would i pray we could get that passed and you know what the house is going to say well we can't get it done because the senate won't go along and the president won't sign it Fine. All you got to do is defund the education department the House. You have absolute control of the purse strings. Don't pretend you don't. Don't wiggle out of it. Don't play games. Get it done. And by the way, that one sentence Bill could rely or relate to, I mean, all you got to do is fill in the alphabet soup agency. You know what? Uh, this is here abolished, the Education Department, the IRS, the FCC, the CIA, the FBI. The, I mean, we could go right on down the unconstitutional list and get her done. And wow, we wouldn't even have to raise the debt ceiling if we did that. Think of solutions on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Trump sent an email to his supporters calling for Republicans to embrace mail-in ballot voting and ballot harvesting. Shame on you, Donald. Every time I think, man, I might be able to overlook some of Donald's flaws and faults, something like that comes out and makes me go, have you lost your mind? Look, it's fraud when you vote that way, folks. There's no custody of the chain of ballots. You can't do that. Donald, shame on you. And when he wanted to yeet yeet the Constitution, I mean, I just, I better stop. Trump votes himself by mail. He mailed in in Florida after criticizing the practice. Yep, so there you have it. Anything to get elected, I guess. Senator Josh Hawley says he's not going to run in 2024. Sarah Palin's encouraging Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to step aside and let the Donald go. Nikki Haley launches her own bid. I don't have a lot of trust in her either. You got deep state operative one, two, and three, so to speak, so far. Wow. Anyway, we had Kelly Finnegan and Brian Rust of Russ Quinn and Gift. We talked about the Honest Money Report. We also Trump reportedly labeled Governor Ron DeSantis Meatball. So I had to make up a new nickname for the Donald. Sorry, I don't like to do this. I know it's not very civil, but at some point, somebody's got to push back on the Donald. When you want to yeet the Constitution all together, when you want to vote by fraud and all this stuff, just to you got to get elected, you're starting to become a kingmaker. Shame on you. So I decided that if if we're going to call Ron DeSantis Meatball Donald, then I'm going to start calling you Meathead. You guys that what Archie Bunker and a all in a family, used to call his son-in-law Meathead. So I think we it to just call Donald Meathead. The guy's an idiot. Without being rude, I'm just going, what on earth are you thinking? You, you want to be a president and swear an oath to the supreme law of the land, turn right around and want to get rid of it? You literally spend three, four years talking about these um, election frauds, and now you want to embrace the same fraud just so you can get elected? Is this about you getting elected or about the country? Anyway... Meathead, you got to stop it, buddy. You're making a fool of yourself, sir. All right, we talked about a good Samaritan. This guy was incredible. He sprinted across a four-line highway, a snowy highway with cars coming the other direction. He dodged the cars, and he stopped a woman's runaway car. It was incredible. When a Massachusetts woman lost consciousness at the wheel of a car on a highway, man, she was sure glad this guy was uh, viewing what was going down. He's a tall and powerful Dominican American. He uh, sprinted across a four-line highway in the snow, dodging traffic. He literally stopped the car as it was brushing against the guardrails and speeding up, and he saved everybody's lives. It was incredible. Just thought I'd tell you about that hero. We need people like that, civil people that just simply say, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to put my Life, my everything on the line to protect and love and defend. And wow, what an opportunity. What an example, huh? We also talked about Jill Biden was branded. She got a nickname, Dr. Jinx, because every time she backs somebody for the Super Bowl, they lose. So there you have that. We played the video strong and proud from uh, the campaign of Nikki Haley. I didn't see anything in there that talked about the Constitution or anything that would matter to me. We talked about the January 6th kangaroo court. Now seals the records for 30 to 50 years. What do they got to hide, huh? Boy, how do you cannot trust your trust your government? I'll tell you that one right now. Last story of yesterday, Klaus Schwab, you know, the world economic forum leader, he identifies, he says, who will be the master of the world in 10 years. He says, whoever masters technologies, in other words, big tech, they're going to control the world. And my response to that is only if we let it happen, people. Remember, technology is neither good nor bad. It's in the hands of, or it's in the control of the hands of who are using that technology. when it's government, out of their constitutional proper role, they have declared themselves, sadly, the enemy. What's the answer? Not revolution. The answer is restoration. The answer is to use the system our founding fathers gave us to peacefully demand accountability and transparency. The demand for accountability and transparency is based on the rule of law. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the issue is honesty. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's show. Still available at libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. Dr. Scott Bradley's with me. Welcome to the broadcast from the road, sir.
3: Well, thank you. I tell you what, of the dozens of topics that you mentioned this morning, I want I want to talk about all of them. But I know where a break's coming up. But I will say this about that: um, DeSantis is no less guilty than Trump about wanting to deep-six the Constitution. Amen. Agree. He's for a con-con. For a con-con. Nikki That's Haley, why I say they're all
2: deep status. Do you want deep status one, two, or three? Take your pick, Nikki
3: no. Haley, same way. She's a young world leader trained by Klaus Schwab. Uh, five-year program. She was the United Nations um, ambassador. I mean, come on, people. And and Palin can't be trusted. She wants Trump to, to work his unevil, I mean, his evil magic on the thing. I am so disgusted with our, you know, uh, is it A, B, C, or D, or E, or F? None, none of the above, none of the above. I cannot believe it. And of course, the Democrats are floundering about looking to see who they're going to put in there. And, and uh, Joe himself
2: is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Jill Kevin is McCarthy the president... and Joaquin Jeffries are hanging out like their best buddies as they meet with Elon Musk, who again has the same globalist agenda. Elon came to them he, and said, how do I be fair to both leader. sides of the aisle? How do I? They're all in bed together, folks. Every one of them. He's a young it is just world a leader I know By it. the
3: way, did you see his talk at the uh, summit in uh, yeah. Dubai? It's off the he rails. Some... He's like, oh, I don't know that we ought to have no, a world government. No, that
2: could create problems.
3: Yeah, it could, yeah, but it's some wisdom that I wouldn't <laughs> expect from him. But he is. He, he brought up something. Someday we ought to talk about that. The,
2: we'll do it. By the way, little, we're going to skip the break, strength. too, because we got a guest. we got to give her yeah, all the time. We possibly can't. All right. Her name is Suzanne Mann, and she's the program's director of Latter-day Saints for Life, which is a pro-life coalition of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Saints latterdaysaintsforlife.org to learn more. And Suzanne graduated from Brigham Young University with a degree in home and family development. She married well, and her passions include having fun with her family, Especially her 12 grandchildren. Wow. Sewing, writing, photographing beautiful things, and more. And she's currently the uh, mobile clinic manager for Pro Life Utah. So she has her fingers in a lot of things polit- politically. I mean, to Suzanne, it's all about God, family, and country, our kind of people. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, Sister Man.
4: Thank you. Good morning.
2: You are very welcome. I want to start out by having you read the mission statement if you could. It's not very long, but I really want people to get familiar with what we're saying this organization is. Suzanne
4: okay um, thanks for having me by the way we um uh, <clears throat> we're super excited about this um, okay, so.
2: It's an epic effort picks. for sure, and to me, Dr. Bradley said this perfectly on the break right when we, I told him about who we had as a guest. He's like, it's about time. Good work, people. We need this desperately, Suzanne.
4: Okay, so Latter-day Saints for Life is a worldwide coalition of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints protecting preborn babies and promoting a pro-life culture in our church and our communities in support of and alignment with the doctrinal position of the church. Dr. Bradley? Our...
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like I say I'll reiterate what we said when we weren't on the air. It's about time. I would have emphasized it even more strongly, but this is a uh, a show that children listen to. I mean, I am so Disgusted it. it took so long, but Suzanne, thank you so much for <laughs> stepping up. I mean, I've worked in the pro life world for decades, and this has been a great gap. And in fact, I've had to defend the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. Uh, there have been so many organizations that have said they're not pro life, they're absolutely not pro life. What are you talking about? I mean, we've had so many discussions. I mean, I've been up in Alaska in the pro-life movement. A good Catholic fellow that I know up there has been running a lot of that program. And, and, uh, boy, they've done a great work. And he says, where's your people? You know? (laughs) I mean, but the—I don't know if it's still in the handbook now, but I think it was. I mean, I know it was. Here's something out of the handbook. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints considers the elective termination of pregnancy—quoting— one of the most sinful practices of this day. That's in the uh, Handbook of Instructions. It says, Though not necessarily murder, the Lord has said, Thou shalt not kill, nor do anything like unto it. So it, it's, uh, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty emphatic. And while there's nuances that people try to make on that, absolutely there needs to be a definitive stance by every Christian. Or, well, I mean, the Muslims oftentimes are better than than, uh, a lot of Christians are on this thing. But I would go Mm -hmm. even further than that. I I spoke at a LDS uh, pro-life organization and found that they were pro-war, but pro-life for pre-born children. And I say, no, that's not the Lord's program either. This thing about count not kill nor anything like unto it. Just war is very, very rare. But that's another topic, Sam. We'll do that another day. But we can't be warmongers (laughs) while we're pro-life and be... uh, be absolutely uh, cogent in terms of how we stand for life. So, Suzanne, I'm so glad you guys are doing this. Do you have a lot of people that have joined up with you? What's the program?
4: Yeah, we, um, on our website, you can join, and it's basically a pledge that you believe what the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints teaches about this issue, and then you just sign up. It doesn't cost any money. It, there's no commitment for time. We'll take people to help us, for sure, but we, we just want everyone to spread the word so that we can um, show the world that our church is pro-life.
2: Amen to that, uh, and so I uh, became a member. There's a quick sign-up form. You can become a member. Uh, one is being a member. And then two, you can sign up to do certain things to help promote the cause. So I've agreed to dedicate radio to the cause. Uh, if we want to work on radio commercials that I can run for free for the organization, I'll do that. If you need help creating them, I will write them. I will voice them. I will get them voiced and produced. Uh, I will then uh, make sure that they're not union commercials so that you can run them anywhere. I'll give you copies of the commercials. I'll do everything that I can, uh, interviews, etc., to help promote that cause. So I'm in as a member and have agreed to do several things uh to help things go forward, which I'm super excited about, uh, Dr. Bradley. Uh Suzanne, so can people who are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints be part of it as well?
4: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We we're not gonna check your recommend at the door
2: Yeah, there, So here, here's know? the point, folks. It's not only well, for you know. members of the church. Yeah. It's those who want to work together inside and out of the church, or whether you're a member of the church or not. You're not agreeing to be a member of the church or anything. You're just agreeing to the mission statement. If you believe in pro-life and you agree to the mission statement, then you should help the organization grow. That's really the bottom line, right, Suzanne?
4: Right, and we, um, we considered um, our scope being broader, you know, like euthanasia or different issues that are um, current. But we decided to just do the preborn babies and what the church says about that. And we're not bringing in any other sources or. Um, Yes, your fo- focus is the newborns. However,
2: when you say for life, though, it obviously stays, you know, a hey, euthanasia we don't support. We don't support death right. uh, by choice or death by force for any reason. We want people to stay alive right. and be alive and, and realize the God of this world is the authors of our lives, and we ought not tamper. But yet you're right. saying your focus right. is on uh, the preborn, right? Right. And and
4: along with that, what we really want to teach is the sanctity of life and what um, the prophets, the church, and the Lord has said about that issue. And everything else is under that umbrella, so of course it does include all of the other issues. But um, we wanted to make a statement of this is important because of the abortion um, issue in the world. Yes, and the safety
2: of life discussion goes way beyond just pro-life. It goes on uh, to a great degree in terms of what's the purpose of this life. In other words, you know what? God's not just this remote being that's mystical. God is your Father in Heaven, uh, and He loves us, and He's Mm -hmm. interested in our lives. And so it's a whole understanding about the sacred nature of life uh, that we're really (laughs) teaching people to understand, right?
4: Right, and so um, some of our things are are centered around the proclamation um, to the world on the family and that talks about the premortal existence and you know our life with heavenly father and then we came to earth you know the plan of happiness it's basically all of that like you're saying and you know to get to earth and have a body is the main focus of that.
2: And then we even go on to the discussion of, you know what, we believe that if we, um, well, we believe that our spirits will eventually be resurrected, united with our bodies. We believe in the literal resurrection after the pattern of Jesus Christ. Uh, But the point that I'm getting at there is then we believe in eternal life. You know what, we can live through the eternities forever. Life is not a temporary thing. And this is how valuable life is to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Dr. Bradley.
3: Well, and... Uh, maybe a lot of your listeners are not uh, fully aware. I know some of the radio stations that carry your program are in distant parts of the country, and, and uh, there aren't a, probably a lot of people with contact with members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So uh, perhaps a little uh, background might might assist. Uh, uh, members of the the faith have a, a book that uh, is considered modern-day revelation uh, to prophets called by God and, and, uh, you know, to give the will of the Lord, the voice of the Lord and the sayings of the Lord to the people. And in this 59th section of that, verse 6, it says, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay, Uh, there's a couple of interesting commandments we talk about, love God and love our neighbors. Then it says, Thou shalt not steal, neither commit adultery, nor kill, nor do anything like unto it. And so this anything like unto it is linked, I believe, to the concept of the uh, preborn child. Now, again, this, this goes back uh, anciently, and it, it comes from the scriptures anciently. And the American founding fathers studied diligently the, the works of uh, Blackstone and his commentaries on the law. And he uh, talks about abortion whether by a, por- a potion or some other means the baby is is aborted he talks about how anciently it was murder but it's not as that's you know it's not as considered as that today but it's a heinous crime and he goes on to talk at length about how preborn children are alive before the law they are persons before the law now judges will not admit that they fight it they resist it they they uh they will not confront it because that would put this abortion thing completely on a different footing than it is right now they so they won't talk about it but blackstone did the american founding fathers studied his works and they know that before a baby's born it has standing before the law it can it can receive an estate i mean there's there's things that it's it's as though it were born and uh and so the uh The historical perspective within America has been the sanctity of life prior to the child being born. And we've strayed far from that. And we commemorate, we celebrate the Roe v. Wade decision that happened last June. But far too few organizations and states have taken anything of of a positive step in that way, uh, recognizing children that are not yet born as persons before the law would be a big step and i think we ought to be working towards that because right now there are so few that i mean a lot of people have gone back to sleep they've said oh we beat, we, we won that battle we won not the, me okay, buddy i'm on, on fire you, you better. go ahead this and
2: stand up and stand for pro-life everywhere we go all the time 24 7 suzanne
4: yeah well and i get comments all the time in my work with pro-life utah that Oh, there's no abortion in Utah, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, no." <laughs> That's Thousands every year.
3: Thousands have every year for years. It's yeah. horrid. Yeah,
2: horrid. and why people it are is. arrested for murder based on the laws that you pointed to, Doctor Bradley? About uh, you know now they've got these literally babies that are basically delivered that are supposed to be partially birth aborted, then they're let left to die. Uh, it's murder. They have rights. We we play games with words. Uh, and we don't take things seriously. In fact, the United States government has been exposed now in buying, purchasing body parts and harvesting organs. And you know what? The people that are harvesting the organs, partnering with the government and using government, your tax dollars to do it, they're not in trouble now that we've exposed that. The people that exposed the criminal activity seem to be behind bars. It is insane. We got to stand up, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be one of the chosen. How do you do that? You decide to follow Christ, you choose him. He'll choose you. All right, hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live, Suzanne Mann with us. Dr. Scott Badley with us. We're talking about SaintsforLife.org.
1: Protecting your liberties. You're listening
0: to Liberty News Radio.
5: USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Taiwan's defense ministry says a Chinese weather balloon landed on one of its outlying islands. The ministry statement overnight said the balloon carried equipment registered to a state-owned electronics company in the northern city of Taiyuan. A publicity officer at the company identified in the report said it had provided electronics but had not built the balloon, and the gear was sold to the China Meteorological Administration. Nearly two weeks after a train carrying toxic chemicals derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, Frustration is being reported on the part of the residents near the border of Pennsylvania. The EPA says it's monitoring the area, including inside hundreds of homes, and so far nothing has been found while some residents are claiming not feeling well. Republican Governor Mike DeWine.
3: We just handed a couple minutes ago the results of the testing of the village's water supply. There's five separate wells, and we now have results back from all the wells, all the wells indicate uh, the testing is negative, it's clear uh, that water certainly can, can be uh, consumed by, by residents.
5: President Biden spoke at the White House Thursday after being pressured by both Democrats and Republicans in Congress to tell the American people what the administration knew about the spy balloon that was visible over the USA for more than a week.
3: We are going to keep our allies and the Congress contemporaneously informed of all we know and all we learn. Biden said the three other unmanned aerial objects he ordered to be shot down by the military were most likely tied to private companies, recreation, or research institutions and were not connected to the Chinese surveillance balloon that was shot down on February 4th.
5: So I make no apologies for taking down that balloon.
3: In
1: Washington, I'm Victoria Idoni.
5: This is USA News.
1: Attention, small business owners, this could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com.
3: We're back, but, uh, you know, here's something that uh, is an elephant in the room, in my opinion, and nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, I do. We have been, oh, yeah, I know you do, Sam. You're. I mean, uh, you'll stand tall on all of these things, but there's so few people that have any guts on this thing to recognize that the these clot shots, these death shots that we have been admonished to take that have gone, swept the world. They used aborted fetal tissue in the development of these. Okay? You say, oh, well, some of them may not have them actually in the mix that they inject in you. I don't know. But they were used to develop these. And so they, they sacrificed infants, tiny people, children, God's children, on an altar, I don't know how far different this is from the priests of Moloch uh having the children pass through fire to be able to uh for the convenience, oh for the safety of the people. oh, it's okay to do this for the collective good whatever and and so few people give a hang about this, but in many instances there there were oh we could go into some of the horrific practices where some of the babies are kept alive for a period of time, in order to take and harvest components of the body, like human embryo uh, tissue, uh, human kidney tissue, for example. In some of these things, and and people are okay with this. Statements have been made. Oh, the the uh, Pope says it's okay for our collective good, and and I think this is so. It's it's very much like anciently. Uh, having the babies go to Moloch, be sacrificed, for what they thought was some benefit. I mean, throwing virgins into a, uh, a volcano or or something. I mean, here we are. We're, we're, and these are the most innocent, the most pure, the least defensed. T- they have no no defenses, and it's okay for many people to put these into the uh, into the, uh, clot shot. Not and, for me. It's I'm criminal murder, sir it it's horrific and i feel like sometimes we give all of this stuff a pass oh they 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 harvested harvested that's a euphemistic term for they killed these babies a long time ago uh, really that's okay that's okay we killed a lot of jews we didn't but hitler killed a lot of jews in, and and uh, a lot of gypsies and Jehovah's Witnesses and everything else back in World War II. But that's not okay. It's not okay, even though it happened 80 years ago.
2: And this is not okay either. And I ask one question, then we want to pass this to Suzanne on this very topic you bring up, Dr. Bradley. Do you think when we murder babies, take the tissue, put it in some witch's brew concoction, shoot it into your veins, uh, and in that shot that goes into your veins has the murderous fetal tissue, do you think God ordains and blesses that action by man? I do not, I do not believe fact, so absolutely I believe weeps. not
3: I believe God weeps he loves all of his children and you talk about this uh, eternal plan of everything of coming from a premortal existence being born on an earth to a loving father and mother and all these kinds of things that that was in the plan but to have someone oh it's a woman's issue she can kill her child if she wants no half the babies that are killed are girls Half the are boys. This, this is another individual and Half the
2: women don't even have the facts about the details either. Those are withheld to, to manipulate the, the, the victims, it's, mom it's and true. baby and everybody else around them. Suzanne, have we gone too hardcore for you? What do you want to say?
4: So um, a lot of things you said I could comment on. I, I think it's horrific what you were saying about using the fetus for medicine um and it's also used in other things you know makeup and all kinds of things so yeah. what we go back to is what the prophets have said the modern day prophets and so president nelson back in 1985 he said i dutifully warn those who advocate and practice abortion that they incur the wrath of almighty god who declared." If men hurt a woman with child so that her fruit departs from her, he shall be surely punished. And that's an exodus. And so there's really, in our research, when we started this um, coalition, there's nothing that the church has said or done to say this is okay, to do to have abortion be um, a practice that's okay. And we're talking about um you know the one—the abortions that are um, convenience and not not like um, oh, what's it called? Sorry, um, ectopic pregnancies and things like that, where it's you know that's that's different. And the church has exceptions for things like that, but just for convenience, elective abortion is just flat-out evil. And in Utah, over it's like 99% of all abortions are for convenience and they're elective. And that is a high number. It's almost 3,000 in Utah per year.
2: Uh, There you have it. It is serious, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to back away from the conversation. I want to set I want to reset the talking points for the conversation to clearly help the American people understand. People don't realize what it takes to make these shots. People don't realize uh, when we literally have our tax dollars funding, keeping babies alive, delivering them, stealing their organs, letting them die, and then selling those organs. Your tax dollars are doing that. When somebody exposes this as a criminal murder, then the people that expose it are in trouble in the court's and going to jail. It is a disgrace and a shame. But the membership is growing for organizations that are pro life, ladies and gentlemen. Latter day Saints for is what we're talking about now. What do the, num- member- the numbers look like? Because it's amazing how uh, well this thing has kicked off, Suzanne.
4: Yeah, we're super excited. We have five countries, and half of the states in the United States have a representative. Uh, we have over 400 numbers now, and we just would love people to send it to their friends and neighbors and try and get the numbers to grow so that we can make a statement of our churches per we, we All lots right, of and for, can, for those who want to I, spread the word, you've put, got T-shirts now too, right? Yeah, yeah. We, um, on our website, you can go to um, shopping, and there's some T-shirts that say— uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is pro-life, and so we can wear those to events or just out in public. Um, yeah, we've we've done that. Can I tell you a quick story? Sure. Um, I, um, in my work with Pro-Life Utah, I manage the mobile clinic that you mentioned, and we try and help women that are abortion-minded to. Come in to our clinic and get an ultrasound and see their baby, hear the heartbeat, and hopefully they will choose life for their baby. We try and get them to change their mind, and we have a lot of help and resources um, when we are doing that. And one day we had a cute couple come in and we did an ultrasound, and they were um, on their way into our clinic um, to terminate their pregnancy and to end the life of their baby. And after they saw the baby in the ultrasound, they were just shocked and like, we can't do this. And I looked down at the girl, the young woman, and she was wearing a CTR ring. And that was the moment for me that I said, this has got to stop. We have to teach members of our church what, the Lord has said and what the standard is that our prophets and scriptures and what our, um, what the Lord says. So that was my moment.
2: I love it. If you (laughs) folks want to learn more about membership, Latter-day Saints for Life dot org t-shirts are available at that same website you also have an incredible doctrinal library that's growing that people can refer to the statements and familiarize themselves uh, much easier than before before you'd have to ferret it out through all their talks and scriptures and everywhere Mm -hmm. now it's being all gathered for our convenience right
4: right and we we think that this is the only um compilation of its kind um, anywhere. We've been looking and we could not find anything like this. So it just got launched last weekend and it's super exciting. We have um, over 270 sources that you can search and get educated and try and teach other people, teach your families, and you can just search. It's, it's really fun to kind of snoop around and um, see what is in there. We've got You know, all the scriptures we
2: could find. um, Why don't you stay with us a little longer? We'll come back. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that document library, and then we'll talk about the future going forward for the organization. Can you stay a little longer, Suzanne? All right, stay there. Dr. Scott Bradley, Suzanne Mann, and yours truly on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Suzanne Mann with us. We're talking about Latter-day Saints for Life, a pro-life coalition with an incredible mission statement that you got to go read. LatterdaySaintsForLife.org. Right before the pause, we were talking about the doctrinal library. Dr. Bradley, you uh, literally went on the site and in real time started checking out some of the details. You want to brief us on your quick research?
3: Well, yeah, it's uh, not as deep and wide as I normally like to be when I research something, something. But but yeah, if you go to the website, which is what I did, and I looked at the top, kind of the uh, toolbar, if you will, it's got Home, About, Join, and then there's a library. You click on Library, and there's a doctrinal library there that comes up, and it, uh, it breaks it down by different source types, church magazines, general conference addresses, music, other things, and scriptures, and... Um, and then you can can look at the different uh, categories that are there and click on them directly and find out what was said in a uh, a given setting. So so it's something that's searchable and, and within that it looks like you can go if there's a, a uh, you know you bring up a quotation there's a link to be able to view it in context with with whatever was said you know. I like to, to look at everything I do in context, because uh, mm-hmm. some people cherry-pick things, and, and I'm not saying this would happen here with this website, but, but in many instances, you get something that says, nobody has ever seen God, and you go, wait, wait, I thought there was some other times they'd mentioned that scripture, but there was one little half a line in something that somebody took to the bank, and and so... So th- this is nice to be able to go back and look in context. And uh, so mm-hmm. this should be a resource that people can go to and get kind of a, a review. And I'm talking too much. It's your site. LatterdaySaintsForLife.org
2: so, yeah. is the website. That's Latterday Saints for Uh Besides getting a T-shirt, becoming a member, using that doctrinal library for education and to share this information with others, what does it look like going forward, Suzanne?
4: Well, we um, are working on some other exciting things. We're uh, piloting presentations, and we feel like we could make a difference by getting groups together in and out of the church and presenting. Um, and we are we stay just within the scope of what the church has said and the prophets and the scriptures. We it's not a political presentation, you know, like to try and um, Change the world that way. We're just yeah, Suzanne, I like to say this. There's really nothing
2: political. They just like to use that to divide us. No. The truth is it's all moral issues, right?
4: Right, because everything, if there's a law about it, then it's political, whether it's stealing or murder or, you know, anything. It's, and so abortion has um, become this uh, taboo subject, and we want to change that. We want people talking about it. We want truth and the knowledge for people to learn and understand what is really, what has been said. And there is so much that the church has put out and that the prophets have said. You know, there's a newsroom um, post in December is when we gathered it, but it says, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints believes in the sanctity of human life The church's position on this matter remains unchanged. As states work to enact laws relating to abortion, church members may appropriately choose to participate in efforts to protect life and to preserve religious liberty. That's not being talked about in circles. That should be, it should be. So that's kind of um, what we're doing with presentations. We would like to do presentations we have a really nice um, PowerPoint presentation that's just about done. And we're, we've done, like I said, some piloting, piloting presentations. Um, and it's been really well received because this information is its just so obviously out there, but people don't know and haven't received it. And the other yeah. thing we're doing is um, we're putting together family home evening outlines that are pretty simple but powerful so that you could just um, grab one and teach your family from it. So there's you know activities and scriptures and songs and pictures that you can use to teach all the ages, clear up two empty nesters. So that's something
2: that we're working on also going forward. The whole whole purpose of government, ladies and gentlemen, is to protect life, liberty, and property, or the pursuit of happiness. Uh, If you don't have life, you have none of those. Sadly, the government Mm -hmm. has become uh, destructive of those ends, which is a problem. But we believe if we educate Americans and work together and promote civility and stand on the shoulders of of those who have been bold in the past and stand for pro-life. We can do the same, and we can change the narrative and the discussions. That ultimately will change outcomes, and babies will live. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bradley? You know, the mortal founder of the uh,
3: Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Joseph Smith, um, he made a comment. He says, we must make popular that which is sound and good and unpopular that which is unsound. And uh, Ezra Taft Benson, who was a, a later prophet, considered a prophet by the membership of the church, he he took that as a quotation and tried to foster that concept, and and it's a pretty broad concept. I mean, whether it's government making popular the sound and good principles the nation was founded on, or if it's this thing about not killing babies, <laughs> I mean, we we have we have strayed so far in our society away from sound principles. Morality, I mean, they party hardy and and marriage has nothing to do with children or children have nothing to do with marriage. I mean, we have strayed so far in society that we need to return to that baseline principle of making that which is sound and good popular again. And, And this is one aspect I think that really needs to be emphasized because we have ignored it for so long. And since 1973, everybody thought it was legal. And it was okay because it's legal. <laughs> Holy cow.
2: I mean, don't.
3: Yeah, don't, you can never have man
2: sanctioned murder and get away with it. Ladies and gentlemen, God is the ultimate sovereign in the universe. And he said, thou shalt not kill. My only question left yep. is what part of that don't you understand, people? All right, Suzanne, any final <laughs> thoughts before we let you fly?
4: No, but we really appreciate you um, promoting our organization and this truth and um, life that you are. Um, just on our team. We really, really appreciate you and love you for it. And we will definitely um, look forward to meeting with you again. And it's fun to talk with Scott Bradley. Um, he's friends with my um, father-in-law from years ago. So kind of fun. Is, is your father-in-law
3: that it. old? <laughs> well,
4: he's, he's, uh, he's passed away, actually, but you, you live on. So... <laughs>
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, Doctor Bradley lives on due to flat-out miracles. I'm telling you, right. Oh yeah. Now, if we could
3: talk people. about that sometime for four or five hours, it 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 is literally <laughs> faith in miracles that have happened, and and we need to give credit to God.
2: Amen. So, Amen yeah. to that. My I'm alive mm-hmm. for the same reason. Although Doctor Bradley's was a little more harrowing than my situation, but neither of them were very mm-hmm. pleasant. Both of them contained tremendous uh, miracles, uh, indeed. Um, I want to just say this, Suzanne, we appreciate all that you guys are doing. I know that it can go political in a hurry. I realize we need to annoy or avoid that, uh, from happening to the best of our ability because we don't want to get derailed or off target. And sometimes when people go Mm -hmm. too hardcore, it gets off target for reasons that are unrelated. LatterdaySaintsForLife.org. I'm hoping some of the leaders of the church actually join this and, and lend their names to it too. That'd be cool. We'd
4: love that. Yep. We
2: would love that. All um, right, we sure appreciate you. And we'll, we'll talk soon. To
4: talk to you again. Thank you so much. Thank you, we Suzanne. Really
2: it. All right, Doctor Bradley. I what I love, Doctor Bradley, is you know what we need to be anxiously engaged in good causes, and boy, howdy, is this a good one.
3: Yeah, there's no question about it. I I I guess I I would like to also remind people that the clot shot, which has the uh, the aborted fetal tissue was used in them, which everybody's thinking is for the better good and all this kind of stuff. And now we're discovering fertility issues. Uh, women are not able to conceive. There's quick uh, fix kind of uh, spontaneous abortion kind of things happening with these. Uh, uh, early fetal death. I mean, holy cow this thing is so broad and wide and and we we need to understand it's god's plan to get his children his spirit children a place on earth through mortal bodies and the experience and everything like that but there it's it's a diabolical plan to prevent that and whether it's done by a, a purposeful abortion or we're using fetal tissue that was harvested they killed the baby and took the tissues and that is put into the program that is now causing fertility problems there may not be another generation for some of these people that are taking the clot shot or the death jab or whatever you want to call it there may not be another generation and there may not be uh, a healthy baby comes out of a con- conception that occurs there's so many things this is so deep and wide and it is it is literally a diabolical plan to destroy the wonderful plan that God has put out. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just appalled that that we've let it go this far. People have just have
2: got to wake up. They just do. Couldn't agree more, Doctor Bradley. And that's why we do this radio program. People, look, you know what? If you don't want to join the Latter Day Saint program, find ways to partner with the coalition. If you want to join, it isn't about being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. It's about the pro life efforts being made by, uh, you know, the Catholics have been doing a lot of that. We've been doing a lot of it now, more so. Uh, A lot of the evangelical groups have been doing that. What we've got to do is link arms, doctor, to really push this message. Look, the silent majority cannot be silent anymore. There's too much at stake these days. We've got opportunities. We've got some wins. But boy, howdy, since Roe versus Wade got overturned, all that's done is added fuel to the fire. Now states well, and organizations are trying to undermine and create chemical abortions and do all these other things to murder babies literally silently now and change the discussion or move the target, if you will, to where we um let go. No, we need to be like a pit bull and quadruple down, doctor. You know, it's interesting to me
3: that there have been since many centuries ago, decades, maybe millennia probably, they did have borsifactant kind of stuff that they could – you know, take a potion, if you will, and kill the baby. That stuff's being shipped in discreetly wrapped packages all over the country. Yeah, that's now, called hate you know.
2: potion number nine, ladies and gentlemen. It's a little opposite exactly. of love potion number nine of the yesteryear, right? You know, I, I mentioned that
3: guy that, I've you know, I'd been up in Anchorage area, and, and uh, he was very active in the pro-life thing up there. And he broke down and cried as he told me about something. We had lunch. He There was a... A Native American woman that came in was going to have an abortion. They saved the baby. Long story short, he just the the little the boy just got his Eagle badge. And this friend of mine was telling me, it was like a proud papa, telling me they had saved a baby that now has a life. I can see why, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Had. God bless the meek and God bless those who stand tall for the sacred cause of pro-life. People like Suzanne Mann uh, and others. We want to support them all we can. Check it out latterdaysaintsforlife.org. You got to be pro-life, people. You got to stand with God Almighty and believe in the adage, thou, well, the commandment, thou shalt not kill. After all, the whole purpose of government is to promote life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thanks for being alongside with the ride. hour. one of the can coming up. Dr. Bradley still with me. We'll do it all in seconds. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.